Welcome to the family with Jeff Dye, Mike Bryant, Steve London, Melissa Kirk, Andy Bernard, and Cassie Schrader. We'll be right back to talk about no, no, we won't talk about that. Never mind. We'll be right back, kick things off with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? At, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Where's the manager? Walzer Automotive presents Car Selling Secrets. Join me, Tom Bernard, and Doug Sprinthal as we talk cars, how to buy them, how to lease them, how to make the most of your money, and much more. What's it going to take to earn your business right now? Tune in every Thursday from 2 to 3 Central or download it on the Tom Bernard Podcast page. I don't know. I think I'm going to have to think about it. I love you. You're gonna have a hit song by just talking. I think mm-hmm. it's a good. Yeah. Well. Oh, rider. Have you ever heard William Shatner sing? That's how he <laughs> sings. He just no. talks. <laughs> well, he, you know, I packed my bags oh, last God. night. Packed my bag. Zero hour. Last night. Nine a.m. Nine. And I'm gonna be high <laughs> as a kite. By then. You know, it's my uh, son. I'd like to point that out. It's, uh, Andy Oki time. Yep. He didn't miss a really? second on that either. It was perfect. Yeah, it is Andy Oki. In his brain, he goes, I know the lyrics to this. <laughs> I know the Shatner lyrics. It was perfect. I, know. I don't know the well. real lyrics. <clears throat> his Christmas album was fabulous. Oh, no. my God. So, yeah. I would like to uh, go after someone for throwing out the first pitch and my team gets beat at home. But, yeah. Uh, Hey, don't blame me. I threw a strike, baby. It's the players that lost. <laughs> Did you peg right at it? Yeah. Wow. Did you actually throw a strike? It is the... I can very throw rare. good, yeah. That is rare. That's... I'm good at throwing stuff. Also, TC Bear has a giant mitt, so that it's helps. pretty easy to hit the strike zone. Yeah. Yeah, I, I suppose that it probably is true. Yep. <laughs> so things are going well. You threw out the first pitch. Yeah. Now, was there a delay yesterday, or was that the day before? The day before, there was a big rain delay. I was at that game also. Oh, there you go. And I was alone. I, I was like that, yeah. by myself in a poncho, just chilling out there. You wearing the plastic poncho that yeah. they give out? Oh no, I bought it. I had oh, to pay for it. Okay. There was no one at that game. It was very embarrassing. No, I know. It's, he, it's he was first is. nice yeah. day pretty much all year, so everyone's just at the park or at the cabin or whatever. He was the target, the dog in the race yesterday. It was which to me is one of bullseye. the coolest things you could you do. Were bullseye. That was bullseye. I had a great time. I got a little bit of trouble, but we had fun out there. And that's what's most important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is most important, as a matter of fact. 
No doubt about it, Jeff Dye with us, ladies and gentlemen, at Rick Brown's House Comedy tonight and tomorrow night. And then what would you say for Sunday? You're not going to be there Sunday because why? Because of Easter. Closed. Because of Easter, that's right. Yeah, I was going to do a show, and then they're like, ooh, people want to be with their families, Jeff. And I was like, ugh. Is the mall open? Uh, no. The retail part is closed. Okay. The Why retail part is closed because they have an amusement park in the middle of it that's probably open for Easter. That's fantastic. That's where I'll be. You're going to be there. Yeah, if I had a family, I'd go to that. But I'm going to go hanging out at the mall instead. Well, see, that's a, that's clear thinking. That's all I know. That's so right. you're in good shape. Everything is good. Yeah, I'm so happy. So you're enjoying your stay? Yeah, I love it here. And also, this is the first time I've ever been here where it's nice out, too. Usually there's all this snow, and then I talk to people say, hey, oh, my gosh, pretty cold, right? And they're like, this is nothing. <laughs> yeah. You should have been here last winter. And I'm like, oh, you're so good at cold, sir. <laughs> wow. You should have been here last week. There was snow on the ground. Right. They go, I'd wear shorts and this. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> yes, I'm a weakling, and you're very strong. But at this, it's all sunny well, and everyone's happy. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. So everything is really, really good. That's it's, all I know. It's like being in Florida. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. I've never been there, so I don't know. I don't know. Wait, what, then where are you at? I thought you were in Florida or something. Where are you at? Um, well, You've gone to Florida a million times. <clears throat> I have, too. You're, I have. I've gone to Florida a million times. You're absolutely right. I'm, I just hide out a lot. There's no question about that. I like your style. I, uh, yeah, you know, I don't need to get out there and go, hey, you know what, I'm over here. No, I'm good. International man of mystery. Yeah. Well, that's you, though. You're the international man. You, you travel all over the world, don't you? Yeah, but I'm not very mysterious. I don't take a crap without putting it on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows where that's I'm at. They're like, right. we get it. We saw your stupid coffee. You met a dog at the news channel. And now 75 more photos of your first pitch from yesterday. It's all over oh, the I, internet. Ooh, did, you did take pictures, I'm hoping. Yeah, no, uh, Steve London, the uh, the gentleman Steve from London, the club, yeah, sure. he took a ton sure. of photos because he's got a really expensive camera, and he's good at photos. An expensive, why, well, Steve, Steve, Steve's with you today, isn't he? Hey, I'm sitting here. Oh, well, there you are. Bless so, you. I, so you're big into cameras? I didn't well, know Well, I, I, I do a professional photography on the side. Well, I didn't know that. I wasn't going to pitch you that by any means, but. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Come on. Well, Cassie, kind of uh, Cassie follows my Instagram page, I think. Well, yeah, of, I do. Yeah. Takes nice photos. I do, I do. We're all kind of uh, for photographers on the side if you count Instagram. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's, that's exactly We've right. We've all Didn't become photographers. I pretend to be one with my phone. I'm yeah. like, oh, let me try and do, oh, I need to get better lighting, oh, yeah. and I have to darken it and put a filter on it. Yeah. Just, you know. Oh, yeah, Andy uses Pro Mode on his phone all the time. Yeah, yeah I do, too. What's Pro Mode mean? <laughs> Basically, it means you can set the ISO and the f-stop. And everyone has no idea what that means. <laughs> no, it just no looks shot. cool. I just pretend to know. He's like, F-stop. F-stop. The heck's an F-stop? F-stop Fitzgerald. I'll, I'll, sh- I'll show you the, the, the differences later in the okay. photos I took of you and yesterday. An F-stop. It also means aperture. Yeah, but also that word I don't know you neither. <laughs> you can't say, oh, this word means a different word you don't know. <laughs> No, you're right. You're absolutely right. So the very abridged version is the amount of light that goes into the lens. Oh, okay. There you go. That's way better. you can, a lower aperture number blurs out the background on like a portrait. Uh, We're learning and everything. Bokeh. Bokeh. Oh, now this guy came in with another one I don't know. (laughs) A lower background is bokeh. We're learning a lot. Looks like you just take pictures of you with other people is what you do. I love humans. (laughs) I like the. Uh, I want my Instagram to be a reflection that I like people and I like dogs and I love uh, making people and dogs happy. Okay. And mascots. I love mascots. Like. Yeah, mascots are good. But yeah, so we could talk about this a little bit if you guys want. Uh, I'm a huge, huge mascot guy. So whenever I go to these parks, I'm always like, "Hey, can I meet TC Bear?" And they're like, "Oh, we thought you were gonna ask to like meet someone hard <laughs> to player. meet, and we'd have to break it yeah. to you that that's not gonna happen." <laughs> But I always just, they're like, yeah, we can make that happen in like 30 seconds if you just want to. Because the mascots are the best part of the team. They are. You, oh, you like them? The, you think they're the best part? Well, I suppose. Except for when they like shoot someone with a t-shirt cannon and injure them. No, that's hilarious. I loved that when a fanatic <laughs> blasted a hot dog in some old lady's face. And even she just yeah. smiled about it. Like, ah, you know how he is. He's nuts. He's the Philly fanatic. <laughs> that's very, very true. 
Yeah, I don't know that. I would. I don't think I'd want to be shot by anything in Philadelphia. It's, I don't think it's a good place to be. You know, like yeah. starting warfare. Yeah, Probably lots of people Boston. are shot in Philly. It's Can't a normal be any worse thing. Than Boston. <laughs> it is. Oh, Boston's a beautiful nice town. Man. It's filled with winners. That is true. Mm-hmm. Well, Gee, the, the who thing used about to live in Boston, <laughs> Steve. I can't imagine. Michael Bryant. That's mm-hmm. who. Michael Bryant is from from Rhode Island originally. Rhode Island. You know, it's, Jeff. Let me city. tell you something. I don't know yeah, how the hell this is possible, but I know twelve people from Rhode Island. I got to be the only guy on earth who knows twelve yeah, people from. Rhode you Island. know all of them. <laughs> I know there's a lot of people there. Oh, there's there not is. much room, but there's a ton of people. Oh, there. it's like New York City. Yeah. Well, same theory. I don't know anything about <laughs> well, Rhode Island. Theory. I What's did like one is... college there, and then that was all the time. I counted it. I checked it off my list. Like, did it? Saw Brown. Rhode Island. No, they got Brown. They got uh, Bryant. They got a lot of colleges. No, but I'm saying like that's the, my only experience was one night telling okay. jokes at a college in Rhode Island. Which and one's? I don't remember. You don't know where. <laughs> no, I did it. It was like eight, ten years ago, probably. <laughs> And I was like, all right, did Rhode Island. That mm-hmm. counts. And moseyed on to the next state. The funny thing about Rhode Island oh. is that Providence being the largest city, the metro of Providence has more people in it than the entire state of Rhode Island. Figure wow. that that's out. Pro- yeah, that's true. Figure that out. Sounds about right. Yeah. That's true. Well, that'll happen. You know, it's just the way it works. I, as a matter of fact, uh, Michael Bryant, uh, we had a guy that, that, that we're giving a piece of furniture to, and he came over and picked it up. He's an older guy now, and... He said, hey, hey, are you that radio guy? And I said, yeah. He goes, so, so what did you talk about today? I said, I, the only thing I tried to do today was ignore politics and, and just stay away from politics so I could because that's all anybody's seeing. And then he starts talking about, you know, he grew up in Boston. So he's talking about Kevin Weeks and he's talking <laughs> about uh, Weeks. the Patriarca family mm-hmm. and he's talking about all that stuff. And I'm like... Yeah, you know this uh, this uh, desk we're giving you is free, right? Yeah, we're not going to charge you for anything. Yeah, you know those guys from Rhode Island that know the Patriarca family. You, you don't want to piss them off. Nope. I'm just telling you. Nope. Not a good plan is all I have to say. But he said that his uh, his college roommate became an FBI agent and a Secret Service agent, and he was the guy responsible for arresting Patriarca and putting him in prison. I'm like, oh God, get out of my house. Hmm. Go away. They're a pretty tough family. I mean, do they still run all of the organized crime? I don't know where they're at today, and I don't know that I would uh, verify that they ever ran organized crime. They're That's a smart, very well oh, yes, smart you're right. man, Rhode Island. <laughs> <laughs> that is a smart man right here. I have no idea what you're talking uh, about. I don't know. Can we go back to talking about mascots, please? <laughs> I don't back have any post. affiliation. Did you say patriarch? I don't understand what you're saying. Yep. Yeah, I, no, I, plan it clear. I think T.C. Bear, Bear was an assassin, though, at one point, <laughs> before he was a mascot. Actually, that's funny you say T. C. that. T.C. Bear the assassin. Because the guy who plays T.C. Bear doesn't want anyone to know who he is. And he claims... I know, that's what I hear. He claims it's for the magic of the character. And allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, even his children have no idea that he's T.C. Bear. They just, like, know, like, how does T.C. Bear always know where we're sitting? And then the mom's like, well, you know, T.C.'s magic. You know, all this stuff. So maybe that'd be the perfect job for a guy who's avoiding, like, sanctions from the government or, or if he's mob-connected. Or witness protection. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Has, just be T.C. Bear for 20 years. I tell you what, man. You could, there's a book in there, and there's a movie in there, too, if you... Uh, it's a good idea. You know, Whitey Bulger, Bulger, Whitey Bulger was not killed in prison. He's actually T.C. Bear. <laughs> yeah, it's genius. How great would that be? That's it smart. is genius. Smart idea. Let's get a book going. We'll get a book rolling. Nobody time. likes books no more. Let's do the movie. Yeah, the movie. We'll do the movie. Yeah, you're absolutely. Yeah. Well, book schmuck. Well, you need to appear on camera more often because I don't think having 15 TV shows is enough. That's right. I need more but, TV. Uh, That's the thing. I'm. I love money. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you, Donald. Donald Trump. I appreciate. That. I just like to be very open and honest. Money's my favorite. Well, then you could never be a politician if you want to be open and honest. It's just not going to work for that you, That is Jeff. true. I am too honest to be a politician. Like this morning, I yeah. started, or was that yesterday? I just started ranting about William Shatner, and that was a horrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> that was phenomenal. For me, it was phenomenal. I yeah. will tell you that. Cause you were going after Shatner like there was nobody's business. Yeah, and then all phenomenal. of a sudden, they're like, let's clip this and put it on Twitter so it'll live forever. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't do that. No, no, they didn't do that no, to you. Just a little piece. They better not have done that to you. A little piece. Just a little piece. A little piece of it. It's all right. It doesn't bother no, me. I love that. you guys. Do what you want. 
Nah, there'll be none of that. Ladies and gentlemen, we got to mention that Rick Bronson's House Comedy, Jeff died tonight at 7.30 and 9.45. Tomorrow night at 7 and 9.30. So I want to make sure that everybody gets out and sees you because the weather's supposed to be really nice tonight and tomorrow. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And then it's supposed to, yeah. That affects comedy generally pretty negatively. Usually comedy yeah, but it's horrible when it's like warm out. So I'm glad we're, let's promote these, you know, get these people out there. Yes, that's exactly what I'm talking about. So, how, how many TV shows have you done? I mean, I'm, somewhere in the twenties. I, I think I counted somewhere it once in the on Doug, uh, Doug Benson's podcast. We like counted them, and he was like uh, giving me a hard time. I was like, he was saying like how impressive it is, but I was like, isn't it actually not impressive that I've been on that much TV and I'm still not like a household name? <laughs> Imagine well, doing that are. much television work and still people are like, who's this guy? Why is he throwing a first pitch? <laughs> the guy with Harry. It's actually more impressive. Most people do a show and they get famous, you know? I've done 20 and people are like, I don't know. There's a white guy here. He says he's on TV. He's going to do the radio program. Uh, what the hell? It's confusing. Even it's, I think it was wonderful that Mordahl yesterday was trying to just, you know, Oh my goodness! He was he was he was actually in a really good mood. I didn't understand why was he in such a good mood. He's never in a good mood. Jeff poked the bear. I cheered him up. I love that guy. Oh, you did. I do really respect him and like him as a comedian. But when I got oh, there, I was just making conversation, and he 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 launched before we got in there. He like launched into a tirade about how he wishes all the pro athletes would get in plane crashes and they'd all die and Aww. and I was like I, I don't I can't I did what Mike did when you brought up that mob people he's friends with from Rhode Island <laughs> I got all uncomfortable like I can't just agree with the genocide of pro athletes you weirdo yeah, well, there is that. Yeah, absolutely he, true. So he, I kind of riled you know him what? up by asking him about sports. I didn't know that was a trigger word for him. It's all everything's a trigger word for Mordahl. It's just how it is these oh. days. He hangs out in a farm like seventy miles north of the Twin Cities with a bunch of goats. Yep. That's what he does. True. You think he'd be happy? That's what he does. You, <laughs> you think, think that would happy? make him real well, happy? Not smoking anymore. So oh, that's it's what it is. Tough. Yeah, it's not helpful. Things are tough. Well, let him smoke then, if it's going to cheer him up. I like him. So want like, him to be happy. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Uh, I, I'm not a very religious guy, but I grew up Catholic, and, and I was talking about well, that's uh, a Notre Dame burning. Yeah, it's a religion, yeah, yeah. but I'm not very religious. So so I'm talking about Notre Dame burning, and I said, well, it's kind of... And you have to remember, it's Holy Week for, for Christians all over the world, whether, you know, whatever you are, if you're a Christian, this is Easter week, right? That's right. So on the Wednesday of, of Easter week, I said, well, thank God they were able to... They were able to uh, take uh, you know treasures like the crown of thorns out and he was crown of thorns what a joke that is who cares I'm like do me a favor not during holy week because I'm gonna get so many calls people. now yeah yeah one point two billion but you're idiots let me just point out what an idiot you are it's like oh good thanks the That's hierarchy so thinks to attack uh, crown of thorns is not up on top yeah, yeah let's not <laughs> You know, I mean, locally, neither is the twins. So, yeah. yeah. Plus, the fact that he was probably walking with the crucifix on Wednesday of Holy Week uh, up to get crucified and die on the cross. Uh, I, I, you know, like I said, I'm not a very religious guy, but I also don't piss all over anybody else's religion. You want to believe it? It makes you happy. I'm happy for you as long as you don't run over other people using it. So that's how I look at religion. I think that's it's a good, good. I think that's a good healthy way to look at it, and I feel like. We all have a right, and we're all humans. I mean, besides Mormons. I think that we should all, <laughs> should all get along. Let's not make fun of anybody and the Scientologists. Uh, but besides yeah, those two, yeah. I think they're all great. We shall be right back more with Jeff Dye at Rick Bross' House Comedy tonight and tomorrow night back in a couple of minutes with the family. It's Tom Bernard with CEO Michael Bilski from North American Banking Company. Michael, we spent some time talking about your free app and money transfer service, XCheck, which is just great, by the way. You can transfer money to your kid to travel home from college and lots of other uses. I got wind of another service you provide at North American Banking Company. What's this Super ID I've been hearing about? Great question, Tommy. Super ID uses your face proof and your finger proof to keep your identity and your money secure. It's really a foolproof way to protect your family and your business from identity fraud. It's simple, fast, and oh, the best part is that it's free to our customers. Super ID, super easy, and super secure. 
Visit nabanco.com or see my personal banker to get the scoop on XCheck and Super ID. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. Spring is here and there's no better time to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me. And it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they want to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK spring savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today. Or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them I sent you and save 500 bucks on your LASIK. Offer expires June 21st, 2019. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offers. God, Cassie, a racist. JB comes and you start playing this music. This is Prince. We're coming up on the anniversary. Wow. Yeah, Prince the black right. guy. Yeah. Oh, that's right. On <laughs> that's Sunday. Right. I think it's argument about it it? It's been, what, three yep. years now? Yeah. Since his passing? Mm. I yeah, it's been three years. I'm so yep. stoked because I'm going to go to the armory and see Prince oh, live on the big screen. Next yes. Friday. That's actually supposed to be really good. From the last one that they did, they're they're saying that that's being done really well now. Yeah, I'm so stoked for it. So, eh. last time I went here, I took Mike uh, Brody. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And I took yeah, uh, Brody, yeah. Murray Kemp uh, to the uh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Paisley Park. Yes, yep. I've been there. It was wild. Yes. Yeah, and they got so mad at me because on the tour, so I don't know anything about Prince. <laughs> and uh-huh. after taking the tour, I feel like I know a lot about Prince. Mm-hmm. But I don't know right. nothing, and I don't pretend to know things that I don't. So I'm just like asking questions and being jovial and having a good time. Everyone's enjoying uh, the, the tour. And they get to a part of the tour where Prince is making out with some lady in a movie called Purple Rain. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then I've I... have never seen Purple Rain? I've never seen it. I've been aware of the music and the album and stuff, but it, I've been, like I told you, I'm not a big music guy, and, and so I, I was nice to learn about him. But anyways, during him kissing that lady, I say, very innocently, I go, oh, Prince was into, like, ladies and all that? I thought he was gay for the first time. And everyone was shocked. And I wasn't trying to be funny. And also, I was like, first, it was the only time that I was, like, I was, I was a little annoyed. I was like, no. I'm not wrong for presuming <laughs> no. this guy's no. gay. You are not wrong. All the signs are there. He might not have been gay, but give me a break. He's got glitter on his cheeks and high heels, yep. and he sings all. He's got a little Hitler mustache, and everyone's like, guys, sure. that's the straightest sure. man in Minnesota. What are you talking about? <laughs> that's well, how we roll. Yeah. Everyone was so smug about it, like it would offend them that I guessed he would be a gay guy. So you've never Why heard would they be Nikki, offended then? No, no. I don't know yeah, why they were offended. They shouldn't have been offended. They're like, Jeff, he was married. You're like, yeah, like eight guys <laughs> in the 70s and 80s didn't have beards back then. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. Wow. Right, exactly. Remember George yeah, Michael had know. all those girlfriends, too? Remember that? Yeah. 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 Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but I love Prince, and I learned a lot about him, and I liked him, and, uh, and it was a cool tour. Mm. And his ashes are there now. Yes. Or they were there oh, then, yeah. too. I mean, They're still there. That's they don't okay. move him around a lot. <laughs> That wouldn't be as Probably bad not. as what Andy might ask. He would say, did he have a pituitary issue? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, he would. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He probably oh, yeah. did have a It's a reasonable issue. question. He was. <laughs> I heard that in real life he was three foot four inches. Yeah, he was really short. <laughs> and he very weighed short. 14 so pounds. No, yeah. he, very small. he was the same height as I, five yeah. foot three. But he was smaller. Like my, I could not get my hips in his pants. I believe that. Because his no waist offense was, to your hips. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, like his waist was like so tidy. I look at because they have some of his outfits on display. Right, like, and you tried them on, evidently. I you just said to. I couldn't fit in his. But, <laughs> They're like, ma'am, you can't take those out of the glass. I want to get it on. Those are baby birthing hips. Yes. Yeah. I uh, and. Uh, I also heard that Carmen Electra used to carry him around in her pocket. <laughs> yes, I, I think read that's that. true. Yeah, I read that. I think that's exactly. Pocket Whatever Prince. happened to her? 
Uh, she still shows up. Every she got old. old. Oh, she does. Yeah, she yeah that's up. unfortunately oh, yeah. true. When you make a living like that, it's a there's a there's time a shelf limit. life. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I don't want to presume or say anything, so I'll say allegedly. But I'm gonna guess drugs. Probably. Just yeah. heaps of drugs. That's what oh, she's doing. That could be or her. Well, well she was hanging her. out with Dennis Rodman for a while. That's so. right. Yeah. Yeah. So. One of my favorite people. <laughs> Dennis? There's no sound effects. So I just decided to add a fart noise. Yeah, Dennis Robin, the pride of North Korea. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's true. Remember yeah. that? They tried to yeah. get Jordan. Yes. And they're like, can we get Michael yeah. Jordan? They're like, nah. Can we get Scottie Pippen? They're like, nah. And then all of a sudden, they're like, how about the seventh best bull from that team, Dennis <laughs> Rodman? More than the seventh and, they, and they're like, ah, screw it. We'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> And then he came back and he was like, hey, I don't see the big deal. He was nice to me. Great take, Dennis. <laughs> That's a great take, isn't it? I was never Oh, tortured. forget all the things he did to other people. He bought me dinner and was real nice to me and put me in a nice house. He shook my hand. That's like being Hitler's wife and being like, I don't know. He seemed like a sweet guy. He never did anything to me. We used to cuddle. Yeah. I, just, I don't like Dennis Rodman for being that weird like that about yeah. North Korea. I don't mind the hair and well, the dresses and the basketball. That's fine. Didn't he? Didn't Dennis Rodman go to North Korea just after that guy fed his uncle to wild dogs? Yes. Yep. Remember, he, yeah. he fed one of his yeah. relatives. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Mm -hmm. went, yeah. went over there right after a guy ate his uncle. Or well, Dennis Rodman wasn't fed to wild dogs. So. Yeah, he's a, yeah, why would he care? <laughs> <laughs> That's his care? take, you know? Hey, I don't know. It's a delicacy over yeah, there. They're buying me stuff. It'll <laughs> be all right. It'll be up fine. At that time. That's Although, what I want to know. You wonder with Dennis Rodman, that may not be the first person he knows that fed somebody else to wild oh, dogs. Yeah. It may just well, be one of those things you go, eh. yeah, that <laughs> I don't know. Do you, any of you guys like wrestling, like professional wrestling? I have. I do. Okay. I used to. I used to. So yeah. Dennis Rodman was a lot like gold dust in the NBA. Like, mm -hmm. Goldust used to be this, like, uh, effeminate, like, he'd yeah. wear, like, a r blonde oh. wig, and he would, like, touch the wrestlers, and they would really capitalize on homophobia, like, in the 90s, in the early mm -hmm. 90s. That's true. So all the wrestlers like, don't touch me like that, and then he would always get the win. Dennis Rodman would do that to other basketball players all the time. Mm -hmm. He'd, like, mm -hmm. touch up their, like, thigh, and then just rattle Alonzo Mourning the whole game. Like, <laughs> oh, jeez. Because Alonzo Mourning would be like, he touched my privates, and you're like, hey, man, it's basketball, I guess. <laughs> There's no rule that says he can't touch your butt. Goldust is Dusty Rhodes' son. Uh, yeah, like nephew. No, yeah, it's son. No, I don't think it's Dusty Rhodes' son. It's Dusty Rhodes' son. No, Cody Rhodes is... Yes. Oh, wait, that's the third one. Yeah, that's yeah. Goldust's son. And then, du yeah. Yeah. So the Rhodes family's pretty revered. That's right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I've met Cody Rhodes. He's pretty cool, though. Stardust oh, is what Cody. he was calling himself for a while. Yeah. Anyway, sorry to make it about Stardust. wrestling. I was just trying to compare <laughs> no, 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 Dennis no, no. Rodman's I... antics to man theater. <laughs> man theater. I will tell you this. I'll tell you this, Jeff. Uh, I used to I used to lift a lot of weights with professional wrestlers. I was around them all the time, and one of them is left alive. The rest of them are all dead. Oh yeah, it's a rough life. Imagine being it a, is a rough life. A rock star who also has to weight lift, do drugs and steroids, and then travel way more. I think they travel harsher. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. There's no way to survive yeah. that. Mm -hmm. No, they, and, and they just didn't. It's yeah, they, too bad. But they don't ever retire. Wrestlers just die. That's true. Pretty much. Like yeah. Ric Flair's yeah. still in wrestling now. Like he, Ric Flair still does it all. Mm -hmm. Hulk Hogan <laughs> only true. took a temporary hiatus because he said the N-word three or four times. Mm -hmm. He would still be wrestling every night if he didn't get in trouble. They're all wrestling. They all still wrestle. I didn't understand Hulk Hogan hanging out with Bubba the Love Sponge. I still don't get that take at all. Bubba the Love Sponge was on uh, XM for a long time, and he was a he's a pretty he was a pretty big deal in the state of Florida. He was syndicated in Florida, but they became friends. Well, they lived in Clearwater or something, didn't they? Mm -hmm. I think he yeah, still lives I, I in Clearwater. Both of them do. I, I remember. Him. Oh, they do still. Yeah, but yeah. I think yeah, that yeah, makes sense. Like he probably just went on the radio station, and was like, "Yeah, let's be friends." I don't know. He uh, actually the, gave his wife up to him, to Hulk yeah. Hogan. Yes. Yes, he did. Which... It's so bizarre. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah. Exactly. Well, first of all, you don't want to hand your if you weigh five hundred pounds, you probably don't want to hand your wife over to a guy who's like six foot eight and weighs about two eighty and it's all muscle. Yeah, that's true. Probably not a good decision. It's quite an upgrade know? from Bubba the Love Sponge. <laughs> I want to know where he got that nickname. What kind of nickname is Bubba the Love Sponge? Pretty, pretty sure he gave it to himself. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> Also, that's a kind of a timestamp of like that era in radio. Yeah, yeah. like you yes. know, like they all had like zany kind of like 
it's not like now you use your name and yeah. you talk about real things and you have fun. It's that was the era of like sound effects and like <laughs> you won't believe this, you know. Kind you of never thing. Just told you so. Yeah, it's absolutely right. Oh yeah, Dad. The uh, guy who gave you the name Catman just called himself Captain Whammo. So yeah, Captain yeah, Whammo. Yeah, Captain so, Whammo in Chicago. Yeah, it's funny. You're not or like wrong. yeah, what's the man cow? You know that guy? You guys have any man, stories yeah, yeah, about I know that man guy? Cow. Man Cow is an interesting cat. He uh, got involved with that black helicopter thing, and everything was covert, and everything was, yeah, it was one of those deals. I, I never did understand why he did that, but. He what? He was a crazy know. person, man. Yeah. Still is. He was. He still is, yeah. He just got out of radio again. I think he just left the radio station. He was out about like a month ago or something. I'll give you a quick one about uh, Man Cow. I mean, every comic's got some crazy story about him. But uh, he, one time I go on there, and I told him about the show I was about to shoot. I was like, hey, I'm doing this really weird project. I don't know if you want to talk about it on air, but I don't even know if it's going to get off the ground, but it's me, Henry Winkler, William Shatner, Terry Bradshaw, and we hadn't gotten George Foreman yet. He, he wasn't on the show. So I just named those three guys, and I said, right. and we're going to be going, I think, to Asia for like three months and do this thing for NBC. It hasn't, we haven't signed any contracts or anything, but that's the show. And it ended up being my show, Better Late Than Never. And uh, this mm-hmm. is probably three months before we take off. And uh, the next time I'm on Mancow is probably like a year and a half or two years later. And Mancow introduces me before I even am on the air. And he goes, this next guy I'm real excited to talk to. We've had him on the show a ton of times. In fact, he stole my show. He stole my show idea. I told, I told him that he should get a bunch of old guys like William Shatner and Henry. And they should travel around the world. And then guess what this guy's doing? This guy's doing the show that I pitched him right here in the radio station. And I, and I had to like go on and like remind him, like, that's not how it happened at yeah. all. And also, this show is a remake of a Korean show that's called Grandpa's Over right. Flowers. But, like, what a psychopath. <clears throat> Well, I do. I should mention just to be honest up front, uh, you did steal the idea from me for, for numb nuts. You know, yeah, numb that nuts was his was idea. <laughs> yeah, we named numb. it after him. <laughs> uh, why would he say that? I don't understand why he I said that. that. I think he might no be just sense. misremembered. Like I think he's got problems or something, and like in his real brain, he believed. I don't think he, you know, I don't think he was making that up. I think he thought that he really did pitch that to me. He just misremembered. He backtracked kind of quick. How do you misremember that? Well, if you're a crazy person, it's hard to identify with crazy people. <laughs> well, I suppose you're right. Yeah, you're a normal nah, and, you're like, probably... fun to be around. That guy's literally, like, I believe he pays those people to be on the show with him. Like, <laughs> Have you ever been on Bobby Bones? <laughs> What's it called? Bobby Bones? No. No. Okay. Is that a good one? It's a big or country. A crazy it's big country guy. It's big country. No, I just, he's, uh, he's been in the Radio Hall of Fame. And so oh, nice. Started. Yeah, I used to do Bob and Tom, and then it just kind of stopped being... Bob or whatever, yeah. it, it, like it's just yeah, Bob retired. It's like the Tom Show now or something, but they still call it Bob and Tom. And then they do, yeah. Uh, the Mike Calta Show, yeah. I've got pals in radio, but uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm selective. Well, Tom Griswold's a good guy. I know Tom pretty well, and I never knew Bob, but I knew Tom pretty well. And he, he seems like a pretty. I tell you one thing about him: he's a very serious man most of the time, and he's always he's always thinking about what to do with the Bob and Tom Show. That's all he ever oh, thinks really? about. Yeah, he does. I mean, he's a very good businessman, no doubt about that. Like he, see, he doesn't do the things like I do. Like when the the um, vice president of Di- Disney used to own KQRS, and when the vice president of Disney came through, uh, he came over and said some weird thing to me, and I, I told him to fuck off. And he didn't take that well. I will tell you that. <laughs> he didn't like that. Yes, he did. <laughs> he didn't really did. Yes, he so, did. So Jeff. I can uh, I can I can get in trouble. Let me just put it that way. Well, I, I respect that though. we're all people. You know, you, I like a guy that tells me to fuck off when I deserve it. I respect a guy that does that. But only when you deserve it, Jeff. Right. Only when not you just don't just fire off with it for no reason. You know, it's not like I'll have like a grande mocha and then my caribou coffee girl goes fuck off. Like I don't need that. <laughs> But occasionally, occasionally I get out of line. I need a good fuck off. Well, that's true. That's oh, what we all man. do. We all do, Jeff. I mean, we let's be honest do. about that. And it's just the way it is. And no, it was. It was I tell a story once in a while here. But honest to God, we had KQ. The KQ Morning Show was the highest-rated morning show in the United States. We'd have 30 share in the morning, right? It just it was huge. So I come into work one day, and this this guy says uh, <laughs> ratings are down. I said, "What?" 
Yeah, ratings are down. Not too happy about that. I said, what do we have? He goes, 29. I said, you prick. You're going to yell at me to go from a 30 to a 29, and you're going to complain about that. Yeah. So you now you know I told him to F off. You understand now. Yeah, he's like getting you all riled up by just saying down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're yeah, that's it. You know? yeah. Yeah. What an idiot. Yeah, that's enough. No, as long as you're talking about this, I want to ask you about this. We only got about a minute left here, so it might carry over the next segment. But I get the impression from from most radio people, it's got to be a bitch to do a radio tour, I would think. A lot of it's silly and a lot of it's like, I don't know. Is it a pain in the ass? Um, No, I actually don't mind it. I just think that occasionally some radio people can – I guess this is true with any business in any profession, but – some of the radio people can be very, um, it's like smug kind of. Yeah. They, I think they, smug? Yeah, I think they like to be the funny guy. So like when you get oh, someone God. who's going to maybe share a story or try to be silly with you, like they'll get very annoyed, uh, you know. And that, that's a small percentage. I mean, there's a ton of that in Hollywood. There's a ton of that in every profession. It's just oh, that I, I do run into yeah. it. I'll try to say something, and they'll, like, no-sell it, or they just don't care. Or I'm like, well, why'd you have me on? Just don't have me on. Like, if you're going to be mean to me. Do they ever ask you I to agree. do your act? Uh, I've had radio stations ask me to do an act, but I think the guy's gone now. <laughs> uh, but he used to own a comedy club named Sanford and & Sons, and the, Craig Glazer, and the guy is like, I mean... He's just a walking nose of cocaine. Like, just a walking oh. I mean, <laughs> And he's just riled Boy, up. look at the time. Yeah. We'll be right back in a couple of minutes more with Jeff Dye at Rick Bronson's House Comedy. Tonight, tomorrow night, two shows each night. Be right back with the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. What is this, Hanson? No, it's a spin doctor. Sounds like Mbop. It, yeah, it kind of does, oh, yeah, actually. But it does sound a lot like Mbop. Yeah, one, two. It does. <laughs> I got I to tell everybody, the listening audience... Um, it's absolutely true. It's really funny because, uh, now bear with me on this one, because you know Jeff's a pretty humble guy, so I don't, you know, I don't want to rock the boat here. But Jeff's also a very handsome guy, and oh, he must you. have his hair combed today because the women are like, "Oh, Jeff, what do you think?" Yeah. Oh God. Hey. You just hear the tone of their voice, like, "You know what else, Jeff?" <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Why would I be offended? That's all nice. You're saying very nice things about me. What? No. You know, the girls should be offended. You're making fun of them, you know? Those, those girls yeah, kind of sound like gentlemen in your impression. <laughs> You know what I really like about guys? When you see a beautiful woman, they go, hey, look, let's go over there. Oh, wait a minute. There's a beautiful woman over there. All of a sudden, you get this deep voice. Guys do that all the time. That is true. Are you talking about Philip? <laughs> oh! Yeah, yeah Philly dog. <laughs> The Philly dog. No, I mean it's it's. Is it a pro? And I'm 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 not being a smart ass here, but is it tougher to be funny if you are handsome? I, uh, it's not tougher, but it's different. 
I can't, it is the, I can't do the same tricks all the other comics do, I'll tell you that. But it's, not, I mean, it's just a different muscle, I'd say. I think it's the battle every female comedian faces. There's so ugly yeah. comedians sit around and they're just sad for you. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's like, how do I complain it's so about it? It's like trying to be a, a white right. guy. Right. What, what can you say? I'm sure you got yeah. some struggles, but you're not allowed to say nothing about it. Yeah, it's okay. true. Um, so I think that girls face it more than me, for sure. But most comics look like trolls, and they get up there and they go, no one wants to have sex with me. And then the whole audience goes, ha, 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 yeah, we would never. <laughs> and that's comedy. Mm-hmm. So that's I just true. talk about other comedy. things. Yeah, I talk On about the other hand, though, when stuff. Jeff says his single, every girl in the audience hits a fucking towel. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. I, there I mean, you go. Sure. I don't understand what you what? said. What are you, just adding time? <laughs> just add those F-bombs. <laughs> Did it actually come out? out? I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. I'm getting a hand cramp yeah, over yeah. here. Yeah, you realize it actually Steve. came out. I'm sorry. <laughs> Steve, your Boston I show. It. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Jeff, I should tell you the reason that the, this this show was also syndicated on radio stations around the state. So we got all the big time. Although I got to bring something up. You, you got to cut out the f bombs and all that stuff because it's going to be on the radio later on this afternoon. It's an afternoon show in a few different markets. But um, the amazing thing about that is I read this this morning. The Star Tribune is one of the local newspapers. It's Minneapolis paper, and there's a St. Paul Pioneer Press. But there's a story about Trump on the front. You know, it's about this whole Mueller report and all that stuff. And they actually printed in the newspaper and on their website, when asked about the Mueller report, President Trump responded, ah, that's bullshit. And they actually printed the word bullshit in the paper, which I don't think I've ever seen before. This has got to be the first president that does stuff like that, right? I mean, I I would think so. There's been other ones? Who who else have they printed? Uh, I mean, well, a lot of them was sworn. Uh, I mean, they were shocked when they listened to the tapes on Nixon. He used F word oh, every other word. But he didn't know he was being <laughs> he Right. No, he was taping it himself, so he knew he was taping it. I guess, but, but right. I guess my point is he wouldn't do it like just in a public no, he forum. No, he had a nice control There was over always it. some sort of etiquette. Even if they were scumbags behind doors, you know, they, were, they, would, they wouldn't just be like, Oh, I'll make fun of this group, or I'll say this. He's got to be the first one that's ever done this, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm asking sincerely. I don't know. I forget who it was, but I know that the news had to ask him to stop saying horse shit because they couldn't. That's probably Lyndon Johnson. Is probably Johnson the probably had a horrible mouth. Yeah. yeah. So who's your he favorite president? Not as a president, just as a man. Mm-hmm. Probably Jimmy Carter, and I, and I don't have a political affiliation. I'm not a Democrat nor a Republican, but I think Jimmy Carter was. That, Mike, was that you and I were just talking about yesterday. Jimmy Carter last yeah. night? Yeah, we were talking yeah, about yes, that yesterday. yesterday. He, really decent guy, I think. Yeah, yeah, and I, we're not talking about anything political. I don't want. I'm not trying to make anyone uncomfortable or make the listeners no, no, whatever. Not at all. I literally believe. No. I read George W. Bush's book, and I was like, we would be the best friends. Yeah, mm-hmm. he seems like yeah, he's nice. as a guy, true. not as a person. Yeah. Like, like he loves dogs. He's obsessed with mm-hmm. baseball. He he curses a fair amount. He uh, he loves alcohol and like just like he's always like the life of the party. I was like, this would be my guy or Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy, yeah, Teddy Roosevelt. Shoot a beer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> While in office, Teddy Roosevelt took three one-week vacations over the span of his presidency. Three one weeks each, so three weeks total to hunt Bigfoot. Yep, yep. yep. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. How cool is that Bigfoot? guy? Yep. Yeah, no kidding. It's the only thing he hadn't killed yet. So yeah, and he went out, and it was like there was kind of like that Bigfoot craze after the Gimlin uh, Patterson footage, and so he was like, all right, I'm gonna go out and try to find this thing, and uh, mm-hmm. he obviously did not no. succeed. Well, maybe he did. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. You, you guys know the story oh. about. While he's present. Do you guys know the story about Lyndon Johnson and, and going to the clothier to get some pants made? No. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, you never, oh, you'll yeah. love this. This is a true story, by the way. He goes and he goes, okay, here's what we need to do right here. On the, on the right leg, it's fine. You can just make it the, just like a normal right leg. But the left leg needs to be a little wider at the top. The guy <laughs> goes, why do you want the pants wider at the top? He goes, well, i got to get my big penis in yep. there. That's amazing. <laughs> he called it Jumbo. What? He called, ju- what? He called it he Jumbo. Oh, he named yeah. it? Yeah, he called it Jumbo. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, what a great name, too. Before he was president, I was working for another presidential candidate. Oh, Bill uh, Clinton came up and was talking to us. And he's like, I got to go to the bathroom. I'll come back. And I was like, yeah, whatever. He came back and talked to us for about a half an hour. Oh, that's It was great. like the greatest. He's like, but I have to pee. Just yeah, let me pee. I got to go to the bathroom. I'll come right back. I love that. You know? Do you think he had a real big wiener or if... 
Or was he? <laughs> not Bill Clinton. I mean, oh. uh, the guy you were talking about. Oh. Linda Johnson. You know, yeah. sometimes like a bouncer is real strong and he's called like tiny, you know? Yeah. yeah. He yeah. called his penis well, that's jumbo. He, he used to have meetings with people where he's sitting on the <laughs> toilet. Oh, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was in Cincinnati also doing a baseball game there for the Reds two weeks ago. And, uh, and there's a place called Taft's. And the, the, it's named after, and the symbol on the sign is Taft stuck in, like, this bathtub. Yep. And I said, well, what's the story with that? And they said, oh, uh, Taft was a president. I'm sure you knew that. But he, when he was in the White House, he got he's so heavy that he got stuck in a bathtub. Yep. So I'm alone right. at the bar, and I just start Googling things, just getting down a kind of a wormhole of this stuff. Turns out it's not true at all. He... He literally, everyone wants it to be this real story, which I don't know why you want a man to be stuck huge, in, a, in a bath. But that's the funny. thing. Is when, you, when you go through the White House and you're doing all your modifications, like, oh, I want the bowling alley here, I want a pool or whatever. Mm-hmm. When Taft mm-hmm. got up to the bathroom, he said, I'm a big guy. I'll never fit in that bathtub. I'll get stuck. Make it bigger. And he sort of came up with the first ever like hot tub. Like They okay. made like this giant right. thing. But right. he never got stuck in it. And everyone in Cincinnati is going around making fun of this fat president. Well, yeah, like, <laughs> they're all teasing him. <laughs> they're putting it on signs. Ah, remember when that fat president got stuck in a tub? It's not fair. But he had like illegitimate kids when he was president. Yeah, he but had, if like, Tap came back did? to the yeah. future, he'd be like, hey, guys. Yeah. Yeah, well. yeah, I was like a real good guy from your town. I don't know why you're being an a-hole about it. There you go. Ah, hey. Say <laughs> I still think the best line ever from one of one of Don Rickles' best lines ever. He's on the Tonight Show. He's out in the audience doing Stump the Band or whatever. And this guy, this guy must have weighed like 500 pounds. He's a big fella. He goes, "Hey, sir, why don't you stand up? Let me talk to you for a couple of stand up." Yeah, of course. The guy stands up and goes, "What? What's your name, sir?" He goes, "Tiny." He goes, "Your name is Tiny. What's your wife? A waffle." <laughs> I loved. It. Did you see Don a... Rickles' last performance? Um, where he yes. was just do, he yeah. was just in the he was on Jimmy Kimmel and he was just sitting on the couch. So like this is safe, you know. Mm-hmm. Like he's, and then he right. he must have gotten uncomfortable or just decided like I'm gonna do what I do best. And he starts ripping um, the audience, but the cameras aren't set on the audience; they're set on the stage. So he's ripping people you can't see. So then finally the cameraman's like, "All right, let's just see what you know." He's an old man and he's revered and right. he's a legend. Let's just make this happen. So he literally uh, they pan to the audience right when he starts to make fun of these two like uh, Indian young college aged kids. Right, right. And he's right. like, "Look at this girl sitting over here, Hasalama Lama. Can you understand me?" And <laughs> yeah, and he's just like, yeah, he's like, uh, "Look at this boy," and he's like, just starts being very racist. And so then they oh, like yeah. have to like cut to a commercial, and you can even see like Jimmy Kimmel being like, "Ha ah, ha, okay." Uh, uh, next we have uh, Iggy Azalea. Like he was like so uncomfortable. <laughs> it's a really great. You got to check it out because it just kind of shows how. He, you know, how the culture has changed. Have, you know, like he can't, you can't do those things anymore. Have you seen him when he was on like Johnny Carson? And yeah, I have his records. Skits? One of my oh, favorite records is just the press asking him questions. <laughs> oh. Yes, <laughs> it's a whole record. That is just phenomenal. That. He's kind of doing like crowd yep. work for like ten reporters, <laughs> and anytime like he's stumped, I kind of learned a little bit about it. Like I kind of learned from it comedically where like if he didn't have a good retort for that question he would just patronize the person personally oh. so like she would ask some question like oh you and Gene Kelly are good friends uh, he says that you're one of the funniest comedians of all time what do you think he goes me he you're one of the funniest he says, shut up who gave this lady a microphone <laughs> <laughs> didn't even answer the question he just made fun of her it was amazing that was a great album. I know exactly what you're talking about. That was a phenomenal so album. Fun. He just kind of riffed. It was amazing. When also, I don't even know some of the people that they're referencing because it's like very time capsule in the fashion that like yeah, it's it political yeah. questions yeah. and a lot of very famous celebrities of that time. And I'm, I find myself even laughing at things I don't understand. <laughs> don't understand. I'm just like, it's so funny. Right. Right. <laughs> He's got a vernacular that just makes you laugh. He does. I mean, I think it's on that album when somebody asked him about President Nixon. He goes, yeah, President Nixon, he's a wonderful. He's a guy. Of course, he uh, wears all the suits with a Robert Hall hanger in it. I mean, he just goes off on you know, his big shoulders and hunched up. I just, he was brilliant. He yeah. was unbelievable. Very nice man. Did you ever meet him? I've never met him, and I regret that I never went to Vegas to see his show because we all, you know, for like 10 years, everyone kept saying, like, we got to go to Vegas to, you know, see Don before he mm-hmm. goes. And, and I just never made yeah, the trip. But. Yeah. He was phenomenal. Great He's guy. in my favorite movie of all time too, uh, the um, 
Dirty Work with Norm Macdonald and Artie Lang. You, that's your favorite oh, movie God. of all time? Fa- no, I'm oh, not. I mean, okay. like, my favorite, like, stupid comedy. That's probably my favorite stupid comedy. Really? Yeah, okay. I like, like, my favorite movie of all time is Big Lebowski. Well, that's a good movie. Um, but when it comes to, like, big slapstick kind of, you know, cheap comedies, like, I like Dirty Work. Hmm. You know that, uh, that that's a Minnesota boy movie, Big Lebowski. is. The, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the Cohen two boys. guys from St. Louis Park, the Cohen boys from St. Louis Park, Minnesota. Yeah. Do you think that they movie, still live it, there or do they live in Hollywood? No, in Hollywood. I think they live in Hollywood, yeah. Mm. I'm pretty yeah. sure they, they do. They seem like the type that would be like, we don't have to move there to, to do what we want like, to do. Like, does anybody still live in St. Louis Park that grew up there? Passolt. No, he doesn't even he know. He doesn't, doesn't live in there. This is St. Louis Park. Park. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, you oh, live in St. Louis Park. I, well, but I didn't grow up there, so I came into it later on. So Is Prince the most famous person from here? Of all is that like Charles your Lindbergh. guys' thing? Bob Dylan. Bob, Bob Dylan. Dylan. Yeah. I didn't know he was from here. I love Bob Dylan. I was just talking oh, about yeah. him in the car. I'm oh, obsessed yeah. with him. Doesn't he have a mural downtown? Yeah, yeah he's a great mural. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably my favorite celebrity. One of my top could, top five, Bob Dylan. You could do a Bill Walton, go out there and take a picture. I would love mural. that. He's the only celebrity. So like we were talking about it in the car on the way over here, coincidentally. Yeah. That Bob Dylan... Is the only you know how like celebrities like to pretend like oh I don't want all the attention and uh, we love the attention everybody in TV and like we love it why are we sitting here with microphones on our head in the middle of the day we want yeah you know we like it it's nice to be heard and to do, to get nice things and to get to do stuff that you you know other people regular people can't like throw out a fr- those kind of things you know anyways Bob Dylan might be the only celebrity who genuinely. Has no interest in it. Like, he no-showed for the Nobel Peace Prize. Right. I know. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's right. That's, that's exactly right. That's fantastic. Like, like, that's the highest honor. And he's just like, nah, keep it. I don't care. Yep. Like, I've gone you know, to the Emmys walk- the last eight years in a row. I wasn't nominated. I wasn't, you know, and I still go because I'm like, oh, I'll wear a suit. I'll be around famous people. And Bob Dylan, like, literally doesn't care about any of that stuff. Yeah. I really no, respect it. Maybe I think he walked too. off stage last night. I think he, he I think he walked off stage last night. I think he's in Germany or something. Oh, really? And they started taking his picture, and he said, look, we can either play music and you can listen to music, or you can take my picture, uh, but don't be doing it during the show. You know you're not supposed to be doing that. And he walked off stage, and the last song they played before the concert ended was a fully musical. There was no singing. They just oh, played a, wow. I think he it was, was gone. A, I love that. Uh, was it Tom Thumb Blues, I think it was. They, they just played an, or, uh, you know. Uh, he just he doesn't put up with any of that stuff. I he love it. Yeah, has, he does what, he has a quote where he says, "I wake up in the morning and I go to bed at night, and in between I do whatever the f I want." Yep. And I just love yep. I love that. Uh, he, there's also a great story that the Obamas came to his performance. Do you guys know this story? The Obamas no. show up and someone goes back and says, "Hey, you won't believe this. Uh, the president is while while he's in president presidency. He said the president of the United States of America is here." Uh, and he's with the first lady, and he want, they want to meet you. They're coming to the show. And Bob's like, oh, no, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy, like, he repeated, he's like, no, Barack Obama and Michelle Obama. And he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, I'm aware who the president is, and I don't want to, I don't care. Yeah. And so some poor sap had to go tell the Obamas oh. that Bob oh. Dylan isn't going to meet them. And he does the whole performance. The Obamas sit in the front, and after his last song, he goes and he shakes their hand real quick and then, and then he gets off stage and that's like all they got and and he said it's not political i don't care it's nothing like that i just don't matter. do what i don't want to i don't do anything i don't want to do and don't take right. it personal this right. wasn't a statement i just don't want to do it <laughs> and i love that no, i love that exactly. about him i agree completely i'll Ladies be nice to people i make up. fun of all the time like i met snooki from you know and i was like all oh, nice God. to her i had to go through my phone and like delete all the old tweets <laughs> <laughs> I'll sell out like that. <laughs> yeah, what the hell. Jeff died tonight, tomorrow night, 7.30, 9.45 tonight, 7 o'clock at 9.30 tomorrow night. Always a pleasure to see your name on the docket, sir. I oh, love having you Thank you so much. Studio. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolute pleasure. We'll hey. be back with the family.